<laughs> Welcome to the Cooners Podcast, Season 7, Episode 16. This ought to be an absolute Dude, shit show. I thought, but I thought it was on target. Best, I mean, look, in the I best mean, possible I, I, way. I like the lineup. And we won, so. It's nice. <laughs> All right. This is the Gooders Podcast. You know, Once look. upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal no, podcasts, five young men from various backgrounds, an Irish kid with a horrible haircut, a young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet, a child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more, a handsome advertising magnate with impeccable judgment, and a young Mexican AC Milan fan hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Mikey. Ewan. Magic. And Andy. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season... Seven! 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 Welcome to the Gooners Pod. Blow it up! I thought we discussed that we were going to do that uh, shorter. Welcome to the Gooners Pod. Oh, you son so. of a bitch. Do you remember what it's like to lead a podcast? I mean, how long no. has it been for you? So I'm halfway through my charity bike ride on Sunday, and I get a ping on my watch, and it's Tom Canton with a I need your help bunch of exclamation points. Mm. Right? And typically when someone does that, you think – shit something's happening <laughs> so i i like middle of an 80 mile ride She's broken I, up with me and i need to figure out how to tell everyone there's no wedding you know i stop and i'm like hey brother what's up we need to get back at feinberg <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's rubbing shit in my face and i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> turned your bike around went back home yeah yeah so that's how the whole uh, that's how the whole pod came down. Uh, and then I said to him, "Hey, if we're gonna do this, we got to get Owen." I didn't know he was gonna go the hers level as well. Um, yeah, Tom and I are embroiled in in a very immature uh, feud. But I mean, he is a fetus, so uh, so most most feuds that you would have with a fetus are, are are generally immature. By the way, hi Aston, how are you? What's going on? Hey, hey he couldn't get me, so that's there right. we go. Well. There we go. So the, the bone that I have to pick is is obviously my uh you know it says I'm not allowed on tour FC because uh you know Mike being the Jew of the pod came and said hey I run all budget so we're none of us argued okay we just said it okay. just makes sense you know yeah. we gave we all gave him a hundred dollars and he said here's your five thousand back I, I would love that you if, if <laughs> one of you would give me a hundred dollars so so Aston he came to us and said hey guys there's not enough budget for us all to go I'm already on the flight <laughs> fuck you guys right well, well, well yeah because he spent the budget on me well that's what I was about to ask him how did we land this whale that is Aston the new face of Arsenal 
Liz, listen, listen. What 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 happened was we um, made him. What so happened was I was at my I was at my hotel, right? And then I go outside of my door, and there's a beer on the ground. I go, ooh, beer. And then there was another beer in front of that. And I, go, <laughs> I just all the way. It was just <laughs> one beer with a straw. All right, Austin, get in this big fucking red car. <laughs> <laughs> so, Austin, welcome back. Glad that you're in person with Mike. I don't think you saw my message on Facebook yet, but I told you to take care of him because he has old bones. So no. I want to put that live on the air. We call him Old Bones Mike. Um, all jokes aside you've had a whirlwind week tell us like when did you get the call like walk us through what's happened um yeah so this summer basically arsenal was in a meeting with tiff campo to go over their plans for the summer tour and they go by the way tiffany do you know aston and i was like and she's like she immediately messaged me she's like oh my god aston wait for this I get an email from Arsenal. They go, hey, so can we set up a meeting? Let's have a meeting. Let's talk. And I had no idea. I'm trying to figure out what it is that they want from me. And then they go, so you ever been in a commercial before? You have any time in June? And I'm, No, but I've been in porn. Lots of porn. <laughs> Lots of porn. So, so sorry, how far <laughs> back is this? Wait, wait a second. Being the fluffer doesn't count, Ash. That's your <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait a minute, wait. A, but there was, a, I was. A, there's the behind the scenes takes, and I was in that. So does that count? No. Yeah, it counts. It counts. Being the <laughs> Sounds stuff like you've been counts. exploited in some way, shape, or form. Anyway, carry on. The they're called the ploopers. The porn <laughs> bloopers. I, I got. I've, I've got to keep my image straight for Arsenal. We can't be talking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. God we're, damn we're it, back. Owen. Um, it was hilarious though. Um, no, this is back in like uh, what is it? What are months? Okay? Who's doing that? The best, for, probably me. Well, it's Andy. So yeah, it's who's the one smoking weed? On uh, I'm actually surprisingly not high for this one today. All right, Aston, keep going. I am. Um. So no, no, no. So basically, this is back in May. They, we, you know, we, they, we do the meetups. They, they basically tell me nothing. Kind of like our transfer policy. They don't really they communicate. Di- they're dithering. They're yeah. No yeah. one wants to talk. By the way, it's been like 20 minutes. He hasn't got to talk, so he's just waving to people now. Uh, um, so, so we do, so they don't, so they don't say anything for a while and they're like, Hey, be ready in June. I get an email. Hey, be ready on this day. Right. I meet them and they're like, so we're going to go over the entire commercial right now. Let's go. Yeah. And it was like the day before the commercial. And then we shoot the whole thing in a day. It was really what, listen, I get now why actors let things go to their head because like I've never been on that side of production. I had like a whole crew of people like for me, I had this, this nice assistant who would literally, while I was in the car, just walk up and like dab my face. Are you okay? Do you need a water? Do you need a breakfast burrito? What do you need? She'd hold an umbrella over me. She'd scream at people that I'd been in the car for too long and that I need to get out of it. Like, what are you doing? This is Aston Mac. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) So this reminds me a lot of when the pod first started. That's how Mike used to treat me. And (laughs) now I just get at home. So uh, at what point did they tell you like, hey, there's Arsenal players involved in this and who was the first player that you had interaction with walking onto set? So none. Let me let me explain. I had no idea that I was even the players were even going to be in the commercial. They hadn't even discussed. We shot the whole thing in Orlando without any players. Oh, okay. I didn't meet a player. I, I kid you not. He thought is- he was shooting the all or nothing uh, video. 
and, and it turned out to be the, the kid. <laughs> right, right. No, no. What happened? No, what happened was they literally like, hey, do you have time? Can you come up to Baltimore? We'll pay. And I'm like, okay, sure. Fly me out, baby. I'm I'm a cheap date. Um, <laughs> and I fly out, and they're like, hey, can you meet us at this hotel? I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Oh, I meet a. I'm going to meet a couple players. They're like, oh yeah, this is going to be in the commercial. Can you take some photos? Can you do like 80 interviews? Can you talk to all these players? It was like a whirlwind. And it was incredible. I mean, the first player I think um, the first player I met was Ray Parler. Um, he was out by the pool with drinks, like in typical Multiple. Ray fashion, like both hands, double fisted. Yeah, great guy. Um, then the the <laughs> double fisted, comma great guy. <laughs> if that's not somebody, that should be the name of this podcast. Yeah, double, double fisted, great guy. <laughs> Uh -oh. I, th I thought it was on target. Oh, I mean, God. look, I mean, I, I, I like the lineup. And no one we won. This. So. <laughs> so. No one cares that I was really drunk for a podcast back in 2016. He had to. They care about the he podcast was... he'll be drunk in for 2022. Yeah, but will he pee in a bucket live on air on the 2022 podcast? Probably. The answer is. The answer is I, I, I smoke weed like every day. Okay. <laughs> um, what was the question? Oh, players. And Who did I come back out and then come in as a guest rather than as a, as a host? <laughs> um, players. We were talking about players because I know that's what people want to hear, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're sitting there and the players go by. When the players go by, by the way, Gabriel Jesus comes right up. He's the first guy. Hey, how are you doing, everybody? You know, good stuff. I see Tierney in the passing. Because he thought you were you were one of his new teammates. Right. He, well, he assumed I was the new center mid that we'd been all waiting for, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That he didn't sense. know. Edu's, Edu's been on the barbecue. Mm. I'm, I'm it. I'm it, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm the Jaka replacement that you didn't know we needed. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but so, I... Tierney was in the passenger seat. <laughs> So, so I'm, I'm seeing the players, I'm seeing them do their interviews. And I think this stuff is cool. And then they take me out to the side of the hotel and there's Saliba, Odegaard, um, um, Mark, I said, I said Odegaard, Emmy, and who, who, who am I missing? Marquinhos. No, 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 not, it was those, yeah, no, no, Martinelli was there, wasn't it? no, no, not Mar no, no, it was Marquinhos later. The first, it was just those three. I'm not missing anybody. And it was crazy because first of all, I'm not in I'm not into men, but like holy shit, Saliba's hot. Like, my mm. God. Dude, I've heard he's massive. Like, dude's just yoked. He, okay, so he puts his arm around me like this for a picture, and like my shoulder buckles in. <laughs> like, <laughs> he could he 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 could literally throw me across the, the arm room. just like came it. off, like it came unscrewed, like someone's leg might. Absolutely, absolutely, and he's and he's got that like like French coolness about him. Like, hey, we oui, we oui, I uh, play the football. Uh, yes. <laughs> Matter of fact, there's this there was this banister out to the water, right? And he's like bent over, and I'm like, I think he's gonna like flick out a cigarette or something. Like, mm, yeah, so, like, he's like the coolest guy in cool kid town, right? Like the the popular kid in high school for sure. And then you know, Odegaard and Emmy are kind of like the chuckle brothers. Like they mm -hmm. never stop making jokes at each other. It's it's um it, it like like literally he's like um what 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 did Amy say he goes hey hey Martin can you come assist me <laughs> like, <laughs> he tells dad jokes all the time like all so the time. At, at, at any point during this time did you aggressively yell at a player good luck making the team 
<laughs> because there's one out of the four of us that has done that, and just curious I, if you've done it too. I I, oh, I can't believe Owen did that. <laughs> I said uh, I I said I said specifically to Amy. I'm like, listen, I, I love you, but just so you know, I'm kind of here to replace you. You know, did, I just did the player to whom I yelled that to make the team? Well, no, is you he, cursed him. Is he on the team now? No, I mean, did, he, no. Did we get a very good price for him, considering <laughs> he's not good enough to make any teams? No, we, 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 we did. Okay, so Asin, so now um, I'm going to ask Wait, wait, you wait, this. wait, 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 Sorry, wait, yeah, wait. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you, this is going to be a, a Gooner podcast exclusive story that I didn't say on Highbury Squad. So yes. I get to do... Very angry. I got to do, and it, well, I just remembered it. I literally just remembered it happened. We didn't get enough likes. We didn't get enough thumbs up on the hybrid spot for this story. I got to do an interview with Emil Smith Rowe. And when we're sitting there and like, it, it was funny because, you know, he has to do like the player type of interview where he doesn't really say much. And then they ask me something and they're like, hey, do you guys, do fans get gas? Like what, what, what is the energy? Where's the energy coming from? And is it real? And I said, well, of course we get gas. We get gas when Emmy's on the pitch, bolting up the left, one touch, two touch. What do you like? And Emmy just starts laughing because you guys remember the Janko thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He 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 got the reference. And he just starts laughing because of the, because he can't believe I slipped it into the interview. And and when Nasser <laughs> says Emmy, he's referring to Emil Smith Rowe, not Emmy Martinez. No, he oh, is, sorry. Uh... Do we not call him Emmy for 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 the one of us that that, that hasn't really picked up on that yet yeah someone someone in the chat someone in the chat um so what 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 was uh, one question i have allison was you obviously uh wore a lot of the new the new kit a lot of the new gear Mm -hmm. that has come out uh, but i've seen some of the um some of the pictures still had labels on the back of them did stan Cronky take (laughs) them back from you or what was all included in this package what did you want to do with so it's really funny because like we I wore the kit before it was launched, so it's all under wraps. So they make you take it off every time. Like I literally got finally got to take a kit home for the first time yesterday. And I mean, they're we're covering up the kit, we're wearing bags over the kit, we're taking it off. Like whenever I'm whenever I'm they're not chasing in, people around on the street. Yeah, whenever I'm not in front of the camera, I had to like put something over it or something. And what was crazy was when we were in Orlando and we had that shot in front of XL Soccer. There was some kid walking by and he took a picture of us. And um, Louie from the um, Weirdo production crew literally bolts after him like a track star and has to, like, get him to delete that picture. (laughs) Yeah, but did did he have to, like, tackle him to the ground and then punch him? Yeah, and beat him a bunch? Yeah, yeah, all of that happened. Yeah, that, so, That's a true story, not an exaggeration at all. When you, you said that, so one of, um, and, and Tiffany probably knows more about this, so they, they obviously they coordinated with a bunch of the, the supporters groups around the world for this video. Mm-hmm. And a party of mine was in the Milwaukee uh, Brew City Gooners when they popped up. And he said the same thing. Adidas came in, handed out a ton of merch, and then immediately took it back. And everyone, yeah. you know, phones down. Um, yeah, and they didn't get to keep any of it. So, you so would think here's regarding like, nuclear codes or something. Jesus. Uh, so, question for you then. So, you know, you see, and I saw Mike met up with Fringpong. Um, tell me a little bit about like, w- 
you could turn this into something, right? Have you thought about that? Like, hey, could I do like an Arsenal ambassador? Like, you know, because he obviously does all the YouTube videos now, the behind the scenes. He's got that. Have you thought or been approached? Oh, I can't wait to talk to that guy. On, we're going to have him on the podcast at some Good. point, you know, in the next. Because I mean, he started from being a personality on Twitter, just being he vibe fun. Hilarious videos and uploaded them to Twitter, and now he's living the dream. And he's See, Mike, and we we his, did that too, but you had to ruin it with dick jokes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, his behind the scenes stuff, though, in fairness, uh, from his smoke weed every day. For me, for me is hilarious. We were actually so we were out in Baltimore and we were um, it was it was the end of a night. It was the end of a night. And and for just shows up because at first he tried. We were we were trying to see if we could go to this casino and it, we, we didn't end up going in. So for me, it's like, how can we make something out of this? Because he's always looking for content. Right. He rolls up on one of those electric scooters and he just looks at me. He goes, all right, boys, it's time. And he's, I'm like, what? He's like. All six of us get on scooters and we and he's like recording the whole thing while we're like like um riding these scooters back to the hotel. It was absolutely fun. He's a fun, fun guy. He, he is as I mean, look, I, and I say this after, you know, spending a tremendous amount of 14 minutes with him. Uh, he is as like fun and, and just out there. Like, like yeah. he doesn't just turn it on when the camera goes on. Like, like, he, yeah. like when he used to just do those videos. Now I can kind of retroactively picture him turning the video off, but still like walking around his flat like crazy and happy and yelling. Yeah. And- we got to get him a Chick Fil A sandwich. I forgot. Yeah. We got it because he's obsessed with Chick Fil A. See, see, just one question I have, um, Austin, is that mm-hmm. I remember meeting not even known sports stars, but like like uh, Irish Gaelic football players from here, and and the thing is that that. I realized when I bumped into them is that, you know, these personalities from watching them on TV every day and you place such high demands on these guys. Was it surprising to you how young these dudes actually are when you're with them, that these are just kids with tremendous amounts of responsibility on them? So, so this was so, this felt so weird because of the parasocial relationship you develop with them. Um, I actually saw Eddie and Kedia by the pool and I just had to stop for a minute and I'm like, Eddie, he's like, hey, hey, man, how you doing? And I'm just like, I know this is going to sound strange because I'm like a 33-year-old man, like just random stranger talking to you. But like, you know how proud of you we are? Like all of us are so incredibly proud of you and what you've done and what you've sh- the quality that you showed at the end of the season. And every single one of us to a man want you to continue on that trajectory because you're a Hayland hero, you know? And, and Eddie's like, <laughs> Eddie's like, Okay, strange man. That's nice. No, 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 no. He really liked it. He really liked it. Um, but but it is it is weird, right? Like we're 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 all adult <laughs> men, and these are boys that we're all obsessed with, which in most scenarios would get us arrested. Speaking of someone who I who has made the team and who I've backed to make the team for, for a number of years, despite the uh you know the, the foul and and just incompetent analysis skills of, of Tom Canton, he is going to score double-digit goals this year. Yes. Um, I, I have a bet, by the way, that I made with Dan Potts uh, for charity. Uh, I said, what's your over-under on the combined Premier League goals only between Niketia and Gabby Jesus? And he gave me 17 and a half and took the under. I took the over and tried to like quadruple the bet because those two together – I mean, Jesus might score that many on his own, but like yeah, I, I was gonna say, 
expectation think, for him should be that. I think it, they could easily do twenty-two twelve or 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 you know something mm-hmm. like that. Um, whether they, whether they play at the same mm-hmm. time or not, and I know that they could eat some of each other's minutes up, but. I mean, Niketia is going to be the the shocker for this season. I think in a good way. I, I, well, well, I I would give it to Niketia if I wasn't so sure of something else, which is I think everybody and I'm I I'm finally coming out of the closet and say it. I am Bakayo sexual. Um, I believe that this year, I and I mean this, the the Eddie will do well. He'll score over ten goals, but Bakayo is going to have over twenty five goal um goals this season. Like, but probably not all in the Premier League, but that's that's where I'm putting it. I am absolutely sure that the spaces that are going to be unlocked by Jesus is going to bring Saka to a new level. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me ask you this. Um, hold on, I got to respond to Mike's text. Part, parts of the pitch that were previously not available to Arsenal Football Club yeah. are going to open it. It's going to be yeah. like when you unfold. So, sorry, did you... Did you answer? Are you going to try and segue this into something with the club, or is that kind of like, hey, they've used you to this, ex- this ex- like, I'm, and then you're done? I, I mean, I'm obvious. Listen, it's parlay, by the way, not like, segue. But like, like you, I, you act like I have control over this negotiation process. Like, hey, by the way, Arsenal, like, um, if you could do me a favor, like, just give me a call next week, babe. I'll, I'll be around. Like, hey, yeah, man, like, like, you, but, you but get, I. You, you got to ask for it. You know, if there's one thing that Mike's taught me, if you don't ask, you don't know if you're going to get it right. But, uh, I mean, but no, I've actually developed what I would say really, really good relationships with a lot of the staff. Speaking, um, speaking of which, hello to Andy's mom. Uh, <laughs> rude. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I thought, I thought it was really on target. Good. I mean, look, I mean, I, I, I like the lineup. Hey, hold on. There's one that says feeding the ducks. I just want to see what it is because Mike loves talking about ducks. Are we gonna turn it off before we get the strike? No, this okay. is in the actual stream yard. Like this is their background oh, music okay. that you get to play. Oh, I see. Um, right. Let, yeah. You're interrupting the man, and uh, we yeah, sorry, as a Aston. podcast are not about interrupting people. I would oh, they have, are we paying you per second, or how is that <laughs> financial? Yeah, so it, no, it's fine with me. It's like I'm I'm here by the minute. Um, I get a bonus <laughs> for every interruption that happens. Like it's oh, a contract. Fine. It's in, you know, it's, I'm, I'm so. Positive. I will say this. So when Mike and I were lucky enough to do this a few years ago, we did get some pretty fun interactions with some players, not at the level you did. So. They say never meet your heroes. What was it like interacting with the players just one-on-one? Because you were obviously behind the scenes mm-hmm. with them. There was downtime. I found that when we had the little interactions that we did, like I asked Lacazette to make a video for me, and he legit took my phone and started like editing it and making yeah. different copies and cuts. Like It seemed like because Mike and I were fans, we got treated a lot differently than the, the Sun reporter and um, – the other guy. Yeah, well, but, but they're also not going up to them and asking them for those sort of things. Yeah, well, true. So no, what was your interaction with they know what proper journalists are no. supposed to do and not do. <laughs> not, not not only that, they're kind of, they they're they're like us. Like after being on that side of it, because what happened was, like I said, they they took me to the hotel and they were like, "Here, stand here. Now talk to this person. Now talk to that person. Now you have an interview with BBC Evening Standard, like ESPN." I go, ta- go, go. I was just hanging with Ashton yesterday at the kit release and like. And it was Dan Tolhurst, the press yeah. director. Yeah, yeah. He came over and he's like, he's like, do you feel like talking to Sky Sports for a few minutes? Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> well, well, no. I just wanted Aston to be like, 
I'm talking to Mike. Can you please come back later? But no, he's like fucking just left me standing there with my penis hanging out. So so that's so that kind of is why they have that feeling because that's what the players have to deal with every single day. So they they don't really like the reports, but when you're around them, you get just uh, shoot the shit with them. They're like, do you chill remember, the, do you remember the move? Do you remember the move during the mix zone that they would use? Yeah. What was the move? Yeah. It was like they would act like they were on their phone or they'd have yeah. someone from the team talking yeah. to them. And... It, was always, it was always like... Yeah. And, and, and then, then oh, the phone would magically go away as soon as they got past the mix zone and towards the bus, but like before they got on the bus. like it was... So, Aston, see, um, I'm sure you're aware of it, is that there's a snippet from the interview that you did with Martin Odegaard um, mm. has gone viral and it's been spread around like wildfire and it's when... The interviewer asks, "What's the ex- expectations for this season?" And and you bravely uh, bear the burden of, of saying top four is a minimum here, and and you get a, a snigger of a reaction from uh, Martin Odegaard. Did because you feel when the, that, because when the cameras turned off, he said, "We want more." Yeah, mm. and, and but what what I was going to say there is obviously as as uh, Andy said, you're walking amongst your heroes in a sense. There, did you feel? any pressure to be true to the opinions that you carry? Did you feel any sort of star star struckness or, or were you just happy just to be yourself and, and let everything go? Well, it was, no, there was a lot of that because me saying that, like I'm putting at, at the end of the day, um, I am a gooner just like all of you. And I'm being given an opportunity much because of the great community that we've built. So um, we have this thing in activism where we always say like, you always bring your allies to the table and all the gooners around the world, I needed to represent them in that interview. And I needed to voice what we voice. And it was weird because I didn't really want to put that on Martin like that. But at the same time, I'm like, no, it needs to be said. It needs to mm-hmm. be out there. This is what the fans, this is what the fans expect of you. This is what the fans see of you. And like I said, cameras turned off. He goes, listen, we don't just want top four. That's not what we're here for. You should have said that with the camera on though. Yes, got he's got to be political. Because the, because yeah. the impression, you know, is that Martin is. But but Mike, it's the same like when we were in that room with Josh, right? And like I found that I kind of fell in the same category as Aston. Like no one was asking him the fucking question, so I just nutted up and did it. And then the fucking lawyers stepped in, and you could see that Cronky wanted to answer it and was told he couldn't. You know, and it's just like at a certain point, I do feel like it, you know, obviously Odegaard didn't have a lawyer quickly ripping me out of the way and stopping him. But you have to have that that professionalism. So, um, no, but, but, even, sorry, Andy. What I what I was going to jump in and say there, and I'll I'll take this pop shot slightly. Um, it's not a pop shot. It's a bit of friendly banter. You see that um, uh, Lee Judges and Cecil from AFTV got to meet Edu, and there was a lot of people criticizing the fact that they sort of softballed him with a lot of questions and stuff. So what I'm saying is that for Aston to sit there and, as you mentioned, it's a very political setting where you need to be careful what you want to say. And for someone like Aston to be given the unique opportunity to go in there and represent the fan base in that setting and to still have the balls to actually be true and turn around and say, look, there's no excuse, this is the target. I don't think a lot of people would have done that. So I think you're owed a lot of credit for for saying that in the setting that you did. I would have said I'm just happy, you know. I, I would oh, and do your wrist hurt from fucking jerking off Aston this whole time? Jesus. No. Hey, well, I mean, I mean, time out. I don't like to do it myself. My hands get tired, okay? <laughs> I know. That's why Mike has been fucking stroking one out there. The softest hands. <laughs> so let me ask. Let me ask. Um, 
I'm going to switch over to Mike here because there's a rumor going around and I want to know if this is real or not. Yes, it is. is. It, it was him sleeping in the already, room. I can already say it's not real. but I, it, it is 100%. That he, was 100%. You really asked the, the pineapple pizza question oh, at yeah. the event. I did. Oh, yeah. yeah I was, tried to okay. video it, but, my, but there was something going on with my phone. I didn't get the answers, but yes. Uh, was an alarm going off and that's why you did No, it was not an alarm. <laughs> So there's something wrong with my phone, but yes, uh, Frimmy was walking around the place and I, I had this kind of, you know, I, I beckoned him to come over and, you know, I, I put something in our chat, hey, any questions for these players because they're kind of taking fan questions right now. No one responded. So I just defaulted back to the one that we used three no, years ago. I love ago. it. It's what we, that's what we're known for. And, and uh, so Frimmy hands me the microphone and I said, you know, quick fire answers, guys, because, you know, I didn't want them fucking boring me with all these long explanations. Uh, you know, does pineapple belong on pizza? And two of one, holding ESR, Jesus, who I think was a little confused by the question, and, um, and, <laughs> Emil, Smith -Rowe. and Emil Smith Rowe. No, I said ESR. Oh, Ramsdale. Uh, Ramsdale. They're, they all said no. Yeah. Is, is, there gonna, is, is there gonna be more chambers stuff where he's where, where he's okay with? <laughs> I got a I got a question in there too. I asked um um who which of you is the best dancer and why is it Rob Holding? I seen that did, just yeah, yeah. Did you see yeah. his footwear? Like, did you see what he was wearing on his feet? Wild. No, stuff. I didn't get I had to stop. He's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. I've got a question for the next one if you just want to put it to one of them, and it's that if Harry can was inside you from behind and young and you were inside young men's son in front of you would you walk forwards to get away from harry kian or backwards to get out of young men's son uh you know what you know what i actually think and I'm here i am being blamed for the i think that's exactly what i should say to them yeah that that, <laughs> that would be the perfect way to you know to uh to take our relationships varying levels of degrees as they are with the club to, to the next logical level it's so all about Mike. advancing mike Question from Mike again. Uh, you went to the press conference. Did you get any questions in? Because you sent a picture that you were at the press conference, and then that's where it ended. I did, and 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 you know, when everyone went to put their phones up, I did not because I a of what happened last time. B, I figured if I really wanted the audio, I could get it from uh, from James or from Kaya afterwards. Uh, C, um, I, my questions that I wanted to ask were on my phone because like a, like a douche, I didn't bring like a pad and paper or anything like that. All I had was my phone. It's because you care D, about the environment. And well, yes. And D I wanted to uh, actually try to tweet out as fast as I could. Some of the questions and answers to get them out there during the press conference. Um, but I did get a question in and it was about, um, it, it was about how kind of the, the reaction from the crowd, it was right after he made the comment about how there were, 40,000 fans there and 35,000 of them are Arsenal supporters. And I said, you know, obviously a great, a great reaction from the crowd. Always good for Arsenal when you come to the States, but there's two players in specific that got really this kind of extra level of love from the supporters. And I said, that was William Saliba and Eddie Niketia. And, you know, what for young players, what does that do for confidence? Despite the fact that it's not, you know, a competitive game, it's preseason. Uh, do, do you think that really makes a difference? And he, you know, he answered it. He, he was like, yeah, these players need this kind of confidence. They need to, to know that they're loved and, and to hear it from outside the club. I forget exactly what his answer was because I didn't have my phone out recording his answer. But, uh, but yes, I did get a question in. I'm averaging about one question per, per interview. I got a couple in for Matt Turner, actually. 
Um, with your little Guitar Hero microphone, which was unbelievably good. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to... What, uh, what just happened? All right. I wasn't supposed to be videotaped taking that que- asking Matt Turner that question, but there was another journalist who... Uh, another guy we're going to have on the pod soon. Um, uh, his name is Guy. He lives in Baltimore, but, he, but he's Israeli, and he does an uh, Israeli Gooners podcast. Um, and he was taking video. This was his first press experience uh, of this mm-hmm. kind. And mm-hmm. so he was taking video, even though he kind of knew he wasn't supposed to. So, but I was glad he did because he got video from, of me asking that question. But yeah, the, uh, the little guitar <laughs> 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 hero microphone yeah. that Eddie hates. <laughs> Dude, so on the, on the Eddie and Kedia thing that he just brought up, I don't know if you guys could hear it at home, but the stadium was absolutely mm-hmm. screaming his name. Like it was so. Big. It would have been a little strange at home because it was when he was warming up. Yeah. So yeah. like, if the game was being televised and it wasn't showing that corner, you'd start. You, you might wonder why the Eddie Eddie chant was going on, but uh, <laughs> but it was. But it's, it was fun, it's funny because you, you you sort of slightly touched on this earlier, Mike, and I've been a massive Eddie and Kenny a doubter. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> you know, speaking of Eddie and Kenny a doubters, that is timing. Love Island's obviously over. But Eddie and Caddy are someone that I have had a lot of doubt in and still sort of do. You know, the the old nickname Mr. July always crops up with Eddie and Caddy because he always does fantastic in preseason. But one thing I will say is he looks different. He looks determined and he looks to be carrying the weight of that number 14, as stupid as that may sound. But as far as it's it's, one reason for that. But he, he he seems to be. Like Emil Smith Rowe, when he got to ten, it's given him a new lease of life. It's given him a sense of importance. Like there's some um, faith being put in him, and I just think that the way he's turning, the way he's driving with his runs, the way he's pressing, I think that this could be a completely different player this season, and I hope it is. The number that has caused Nketiah to look like that isn't the fourteen; it's the nine. Because yes. the man wearing the nine shirt is the reason that Aketia looks like a proper number fourteen, in my opinion. The, you know, both on the pitch, the 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 play, the 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 example that he's setting, and from what we're hearing, and from what Mikel's saying, the the bonding off the pitch, well, uh, you know, is just yeah, yeah. To that point, like you wouldn't think that. Um, Jesus just got there. Like from like when they were when they're all back there, like Jesus is laughing and joking and playing like talking to players like they're like old friends. Like there's a real chemistry in the in the uh, back room. Obviously, there's the Brazilian contingent. I know that everybody sees, but I don't think what I, what you guys realize is like Eddie and him were just sitting there chilling at the pool, just you know doing whatever, talking, joking it up. Like they don't have to be around each other all the time and they choose to be. And it's really, really good. And I think that chemistry is going to show on the pitch. And They won't be out there together all the time by any means mm-hmm. and probably won't be out there together more often than they are out there together, but they can play together and they can both lead the line. And, you know, it isn't that Niketia is going to need Jesus to be out there to kind of takes some pressure off of him and leave him in more open spaces. Jesus is showing him how to be the one that finds the empty spaces. He's setting a standard. He's he's implementing yeah. the level of mentality that you need and, to be. And this isn't a slam on Alexander Lacazette, but like, you know, Jesus is able to do something and lead by example a little bit better than Lacazette just from a physical standpoint. And 
and we're gonna we're gonna see the the, the rewards from that. I mean, he's I am just really excited to see our strike force now. Now you know it's it's a bit thin if anything happens to either one of them, but as you know, with them too healthy, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I, I really do. And, and, and I want to say this. I want to say this. I don't want to be called a revisionist or a hypocrite. Or, or What we're saying is we are seeing something in Eddie that, that's there. I don't know if you guys remember 2011. Dude, does anybody remember the opinion of Aaron Ramsey? Right? We all, everybody thought it was crap. But I, I remember just going, there, there's something there. And there's glimpses of that that I'm seeing in Eddie right now where I'm like, there's something there. And you know what? That doesn't mean that our standards are dropping. We're just saying that we expect and we hope that next year, like, he'll prove us all wrong. I mean, I, I for one, would love to eat the humble pie on that one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, we're sort of Mike. touching on there. Uh, uh, go ahead, Andy. Go on. No, I, you guys can I, – I missed – sorry, my internet dropped. I, I had more – well, so, Mike, now that you've done the – when we did this years ago, we were nervous. Yeah. Like we went into this like not knowing where we should be, who we should you, interact you with. Your, you took your nerves out though by just making fun of me the whole time. Well, yeah, because well, and then I just Low ended up not giving. You. Yeah, then I ended up just not giving a shit at the end of it. But now that you've been there, done that, and you've kind of walked in the circles, now you're walking into these press conferences. You you're getting access to whatever. Wherever are you still nervous, or do you just not give a shit anymore? Well, I wore I did wear shorts. Um, mm. short sleeve shirt. I uh, I did. I learned from from James Benj that that you know I did, I didn't need to wear a, a top hat and tails uh, into the press box. I I will say I was not that nervous, um, not at all. It was this a kind of a cool moment when Mikel Arteta walked out because it was a different coach, someone who commands the room very differently than Unai Emery does. Um, but but no, I mean it, it, it's more just kind of figuring out where you fit in. Because there are, you know, and 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 it's it's an interesting dynamic in the in the this happened in 2019 and it happened again today or this this weekend in Baltimore. There are five or six journalists who they they rush to the front row, they sit in the front row, and when they're like, "Okay, guys, get going," it isn't they like shut up. It's not one number one, number two, number three, number four. You know, it's pretty much just a conversation between a group of people, which leads the the old the old guard journalists and some of the the you know the more ever-present new guard journalists to getting most of the questions in um and so you really do kind of have to interject and and it would be easy and my friend guy who is who's a i don't know if you had had zipped out uh with your wi-fi when i was talking about guy Mm -mm. um the israeli journalist who lives in baltimore Really, really cool fellow, but this was his first. This he was like like we were three years ago, and he was a bit too nervous to to, to really kind of put a question in. So he was observing and taping and not really being part of it. And um, that could be very easy to just kind of sit there and not want to ruffle any feathers. Wait, 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 wait. So, Mike, are you are you telling me that while you're back there, you've learned to throw your weight around? I threw my weight around. Yeah. You know, so what's your? You're gonna recognize the person who sat in the, you know, in the in the seat, and it breaks, and there's like, oh yeah, but I have a question, so I asked it from the ground. Yeah, no, Uh, I mean, as long as you don't miss a step, you know. 
can I ask what to put this one question up? Because before we move on too far away from the subject, I think it's a pretty good one to ask. Uh, one for Aston from Daniel Robert, uh, the most famous guy that I've ever met. Um, and it was uh, who was the most talkative Arsenal player that you met? Oh yeah, it, it's Emil, um, Amy by far, like Emil Smith Rowe. He's he's got the biggest little brother energy I have ever seen. Like you, you just like like imagine your little brother right now. And that's Emil Smith Road to a T. He's constantly making jokes, starting stuff like um, I, I bet on I was big, um, on Highbury Squad when um, Martin put his hand on on Emmy. Emmy just goes, "Ow, ow! Stop abusing me! You're always abusing me, mate!" Like, like he's just hilarious all the time. So what's your, that's like what's a twenty three and a twenty year old, or yeah. twenty three and twenty one year old? Like, like my those are, these guys are my kids' ages, and they're like right. Well, it's you're just crazy. old. Um, so, Mike, <laughs> what's what's your agenda um, going into the next couple days? Because do you have the press pass for Orlando? And what's up for you? Like, are you going to any events? Yeah, it's it's an interesting hybrid because you know I'm I'm, I'm wearing three hats, four actually um in in these situations and and the one that i don't want to lose track of and you felt this last time is the fan hat there's the fundraising hat there's the podcaster hat and then there's like the media hat and the podcaster and media hat i guess are a little overlapping but um you know it's 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 tough to sometimes balance it and tomorrow's going to really be the first day that that there's a game i got to pick up my press pass I didn't get into Orlando in time to be part of the media covering the open practice. Yes. Uh, the media open practice yesterday. Um, and I was purely fan, not media at the kit opening or the kit release. So tomorrow I'll be, I'll be doing journalism stuff. I will be, uh, raising funds at the pregame party. I'll be trying not to get too drunk before going off to the press box. Then I'll be at the game covering the game but coming into the crowd to watch a, a little bit like I did in Baltimore to get interviews from the crowd and that sort of thing. And then it's, you know, it's really just after the, after the game where you really put the journalism hat on and say, I want to be one of the people who are first getting these quotes from, from the player who comes out from the coach. And uh, hopefully there'll still be people at the bar waiting for us when, uh, you know, when the, the media duties are over. Uh, Thursday nights, I'm, uh, Thursday, I'm really looking to, forward to, this is a little promotional here, but if you're in Orlando, uh, Thursday, we're going to do a, a live podcast. Although I, I I'm not 100% sure with this one, whether it'll be streaming or not. Uh, if it isn't, we will definitely record it and upload, up, upload it and do it like a premiere or something on our channel, but we're going to have another panel show with, some different people on it. James will be on it again, but we're going to have Aston. We're going to have Kaya Kynak on it. We're going to have Lee Judges on it. We're going to have Poorly Drawn Arsenal on it, who's been a revelation, uh, who who put one of his brilliant... That was a great video. Out. Absolutely. Like, that made, that made my week. And, and, uh, and the guy, his name is Jacob, uh, is coming out of his shell this week. Apparently... He's, uh, you know, he's avoided having his face out there, uh, but he's now the club is doing a lot of work with him, and so he's gonna he's doing a face reveal either today or tomorrow. So by the time Thursday rolls around, he'll be as famous as Aston is, <laughs> um, and it's just gonna be another a, a fun event. It's kind of the centerpiece of a of just a block party kind of evening for everyone who's in town. 
the day after the one game and a couple days before the other. And it's, uh, it, it really, it, it's just, it's just a fun time, man. It's like, it's like Lollapalooza of Arsenal or whatever you want to call it. So. No, it's I, great. I, I, uh, are you, uh, are you sitting media box or are you going to do a, you said you did a switch, but. What I, did in Baltimore, what I did in Baltimore is I, I, I like the first half an hour or the first 25 minutes I was in me, I was in the media box, uh, which in Baltimore, it was so sterile and it's behind glass. So you, it, it like the, the, no, the stadium noise was muted by the glass. The, the announcer coming over saying, you know, every five seconds, Arsenal throw in like, like we couldn't tell that Arsenal was throwing the ball in. Um, ladies and gentlemen, a yellow card. It, it, it wasn't, <laughs> I would not want to watch football like that. If I became like a professional journalist, I would not want to watch football like that day in and day out. Um, so I, I really needed to get down to the, to the stands. I wanted to see my son who was there, but like just be part of the crowd and do interviews and live shots. And that was when we scored both the goals. So saw that down there, watched the beginning of the second half down there and then headed back up so that I didn't miss the post-game stuff. Um, I'll probably do the same because what, what, my, what my colleagues in the journalistic world are there for is they are employed by people who are, who are expecting that, you know, my colleagues like James and, and, uh, and Mark Irwin and, and, um, and James Ollie and all that, you know, the, the colleagues of equal stature as myself. What they're there to do is produce A, B, and C for their employer. And what I'm there to do is just giggle and 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 pinch myself and 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 you know, but but like, I, whatever, whatever I want to put out, I put out, which is wow. You know, that's the hey. If there's one thing your mom has said to me many mom, times, yeah. is so, what I want to put out, I put out. Hey, but, so but, but, uh, but my approach though, really, I'm not doing player ratings. What I'd rather talk to is four people during halftime to find out, you know, whether they're having a good time and what they're, you know, yeah. where they're from and do that. So for me to be in a sterile press box the entire time doesn't really suit the goal of why I'm there as as press anyway. Sure, the after the, you know, the access to the team and the coach and the and the players, I want to be front and center for to do that. But during the game, there's not much of a need for me to be in the press box. So really important question. And you asked, actually text me to ask you this. So hold on, let me make sure. No, me, what was the food in the press? box? What was uh, the food in the press box this time around, Mike? And were you the first one to eat it? I, <laughs> like, did, I, I did literally joke with, you know, and the name dropping continues. I was joking with Kaya and, and James and, and uh, there's another James who does video, uh, a lot of the video coverage. And, you know, I was saying now, um, uh, we do have some experience now because De- Denver was the first one and it was horrific. Well, yeah. I mean, your first, just our literal dogs. first, well, our literal first 10 seconds in the media box was a young lady coming over being like, oh, you guys you must, must be, be the, the podcast. podcast. And then walked away. <laughs> and then Mike, in, in saying that, you're, like, you're asking a 50 year old man what his opinion on the food was as if he's some sort of connoisseur when I know that no, he, because, he's a oh, middle-aged no. man that eats fish fingers and chips for dinner. Well, well, no, the reason I'm asking is because after that lady came over to us and kind of degraded us, Mike just kept going, so can I go eat that food? <laughs> you know, like, because he was is it, is it free? Or like, like, I, I left like a 20 on the counter. No, but that, but that was like burgers and hot dogs, and that was it. I was not overly impressed by that. 
Then we got to LA for the second one, and I missed half the game just eating brisket back behind the press well, row because it was say, so good. We have to say you, you were off talking to so you were off talking to Sophie. Well, no, like, I was gonna say we we because Sophie's in the chat right now. Like, I mean, she was a boss. She came and grabbed us, made us feel oh, at home. Fantastic. Yeah, and yeah, and she said, "Hey, this is where everything is. Go to town." I got drunk and at that point. <laughs> At that point, I had given two shits about being in the media because I just wore a jersey up there. What they told us not to, and uh, but anyway, so but but the brisket in LA though, I mean, it, like, seriously, that was some of the best food I've ever had. This time, I was joking with those guys like I should start doing kind of a, a rating system of the food, not the players, not the game, but the food behind the scenes because that's a little more on brand for us. And and uh, this one was right in between. It, there were the there were some good. There was some good ziti. There was some good, uh, I think there was something Parmesan kind of thing there. And of course the hot dogs and the popcorn. Uh, so, you know, I'll give it a, I'll give it a seven. Whereas LA was like an eight or a nine. Uh, and, and Denver was a four. I'll phone the, I'll phone the press box. I'll make sure to get him Gito's out there. Oh yeah. 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 You know, Mike, you're welcome because you wouldn't have had the the thought and wherewithal to do this if it wasn't for me. We, um, that goes for all. I ask is that next time I get into the budget on the travel. Okay, Andy comes up with the ideas, I execute them, and then Andy's just not involved with them anymore. (laughs) It's a it's a great partnership we've had here for seven years. It's uh oh I've just yeah. been seeing on an Arsenal's latest YouTube video. What is that? It, uh, oh, is that the uh, like for a split second when they're doing the Washington supporters group and I'm standing there, or is it a full feature video? <laughs> That's my no. I did not rock. No, 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 no. I did. I did. I didn't wear my kit to LA because I, you I know, already knew that. For everyone listening, like, and I'll kind of reverb what Mike said, like, and Aston, you probably saw a little bit of this too, being behind the scenes. As much fun as it is, and the, the, like, the kind of the high wears off, and then you do realize, like, hey, I want to be a fan. I want to be a supporter. I want to be able to, like, break away and do my own thing. And after a while, like Mike said, these guys are getting paid to be there. Like, Canton, kind of complained yesterday that he had to stay up late or tomorrow he's gonna have to stay up late and and do the game like yeah i'll feel bad for for canton but it does become like a drain and when you're not there as a fan like you do want to actually experience it so any more player interactions aston do you get any more events that you get to go to and make interviews and do anything um there's some stuff i get to do i can't talk about oh Look at this big guy not being able no. to break stuff for it. Jesus. We took Christ. you here for fucking exclusives, Austin. Well, Give us the, exclusives. Well, first, <laughs> Give us a goddamn exclusive all, or leave. First of all, I'm only I'm only here like 90% of why I'm here is for Owen. Like, period. I didn't That's fair enough. But uh, no, no, no. I'm um I think so. I think we're gonna hang out on Thursday, but like I can't really talk about all the stuff that'll be going on then. And then um after the podcast, I might be um, with the staff. Me, I like I like hanging out with the staff. They're cool people. Yeah, and, and you know what? They don't get enough credit. Yeah, um, they're to a man like the nicest, nicest group. The only reason I was able to do all of this is because they directed me so well. So, well, because Andy, you Ooh. you you remember the like the staff that we were interacted with on, on the press and comm side. What 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 Ashton's referring to 
is like the production staff, the organizational staff, the yeah. the social media people, rather than like the the and well, and those those ladies and gentlemen are are really really cool and into their job. And like yeah, like like, 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 a like if you if you didn't know, every player like every single player has a, a handler, and so I got a handler, and like awesome. Like they're just nicest people, always, always um, going out of their way, and then, and then I think that um, we've really kind of bonded. So, like I said, I think we're going to go out on one of these nights. But like I said, I don't think I can talk about that, so I'm going to leave that alone. No, that's cool. Talk. We're we're just giving you a hard time. You're big leaguing us, as uh, the Gooner Boy said, and and then and that's fine. And I remember when you were this, you know, tail between your legs, young kid who came on our pod before it started. You were Lucky. like, hey, guys, I'm really nervous, and Lucky you know, we working. said. Yeah, we were like, "Hey, we got you," and now you're you're big time, and that's fine. Um, well, well, oh, no, no, you... well, well, come out with that. With that being said, actually, let me take a moment because I do want to big you guys up. No, 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 and I mean this seriously. I do not think I would have been given this opportunity if it wasn't for the fact that um, you guys put me in the orbit of the club. And from the moment, um, the, the whole thing was, I, I put on the shirt, and you guys reached out to me, and you guys made sure that I had a platform to speak on and 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 to be on. And really, I do owe you guys so so much. So, but I am, but I am inevitably going to ditch you for bigger stars. Well, we know I, that. I, I, I take payments fine. in the terms of check or cash. Uh, well, you take more payment than that. <laughs> Spe speaking of ditching, Owen needs to ditch us now. And the way I'm yeah. going to play you out, Owen, is I'm going to play the apparently just dropped. Um, uh, video from, I'm going to share our screen in a second and play the new video from Arsenal that apparently features a tremendous amount of, of smoke weed every day. But uh, Owen, um, congratulations on your, your combined total of about 49 seconds of speaking on this podcast. It was great to, <laughs> to have you on again. <laughs> nah, just to be in the presence of, uh, of such a big superstar in Aston, who's got incredibly large following on Twitter now over the last couple of days. Get me in a commercial. Fuck you. Peace out. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Uh, let's see if this works. Can we, uh, can you see? Uh... Yeah, we can see him. All right. Let, and let me know if you can hear it. Can everyone hear? Uh, it's not that great, but. What's going on, Judas? Here's a boy from you with another tour update, and he is absolutely baking. I know you guys are feeling it back in the UK, but it looks like I brought some of the sun here with me. Orlando now behind me is Roman Castellan, and it's our little piece of London. You've got Big Ben in the back there, and what's happening there is a quiz with the invincible legends. Yeah, we've got Ray Parler and Gilberto Silva taking over a quiz, and we've got fully drawn his card down to take off as well. And not only that, we've got a little surprise. For some of the fans that are attending this today, we've got some players coming down. So let's get into What's going on, Jacob? If you don't know, you are actually fully drawn. Mm. This is his debut. Yeah, he was drawing at the table. Yes, 
place are you in his hotel has he tickled your feet yet aston lives here so there's no hotel no, for that's why i'm asking are you at his place no i'm not in your hotel we are at my airbnb uh don't cover up the man's face oh geez sorry <clears throat> sorry he's not sorry he's um, not sorry at all he's gassed don't say that <laughs> we've learned that, 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 that we'll, i'll talk to you after the show oh, okay. um but the uh, yeah, we're at my Airbnb. Nice Airbnb. Um, Aston almost crashed here last night. He will almost probably certainly crash here tomorrow night. Um, he doesn't know that yet, but uh, but yeah, it's nice. We're uh, nice. We, we've, we've had a massive afternoon Florida thunderstorm, and it looks to be done for the night. And as much as Aston and I both said that we were kind of going to take it easy tonight, um, my phone's blowing up with everyone coming into town for the game tomorrow, and so I think we're going to have to coordinate some sort of some gathering. Uh, Mike McDonald is in town. We love Mike McDonald. Um, it is just about beer o'clock. Writer with Guntertown, and and uh, you know a lot of people are, are are just making their way in. So it, the party is getting ready to begin. Uh, and and Andy, you know, if you would just get off your ass and leave Arvada for once. I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's the only place you leave uh, Colorado for is Mexico for whatever reason. It is true. It is, you know, you're in Colorado. And I keep I keep telling you that Mike 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 doesn't live there anymore. Mike Hurst doesn't live in in smoke weed every day. So you can stop going down there. Uh no, you know, you just you know how my life is right now. The, The ice just doesn't stop flowing. Um I have to ask you both this because I don't know if you obviously I was on Canton's pod and uh, when we were on the like uh, within the last two hours and, and I don't know if Twitter has uh, well, he's figured out where they yeah, no, he's going. figured out where they are I can see that you're playing them um, let's wait for Asa to come back because I want you both to answer this question so 
about within the last hour to two hours, Sky News broke the uh, Zinchenko has oh, gotten yeah, on a yeah, plane yeah. from Houston, is flying to Orlando. You guys might see him in the next couple days. Mm. What are your guys' thoughts on the signing? I don't know if you talked about this with Soph, uh, but Mikey first. Are you excited about this? Do you think the fee is okay? Like, what are your thoughts? I think, I think uh, you, you know, dear listener, if you've been watching any of our pods, stop covering all, Aston's you, face or move. <laughs> you know how excited I was about the whole prospect of having the butcher come to Arsenal. I am over that dude. I butcher schmutcher at this point. Zinchenko at half the price is delicious for me. I mean, like, like he's, he's again, he fits all the same. He ticks all the same boxes as Gabby Jesus did from a, you know, Premier League winning mentality, uh, betting in quickly because of the same, you know, coaching style and familiarity with coaching staff. Um, I mean, it just seems like they can do multiple things <laughs> um, like your mom. And, I mean, it's just a perfect signing for us. And, uh, and the fact that it's like, by the end of this tour that we're on now, he could potentially even play for us, but at least be around the club is huge. We always want players to come in early in the transfer window so that they can get the experience and, you know, and, and kind of bed into the club over the summer tour and not just be kind of getting up to speed once the season started. So, you know, the fact that he wasn't here from the beginning, but might be by the end is it's fantastic business in my opinion. And 32 million for a guy with that versatility and that experience, the international captaincy and all the things that he brings to the table is, a, you know, it's another, I think, stroke of genius from our do, uh, from our do, from Arteta and he do. They're always stroking them. Yeah. What about you, Aston? What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, well, you remember, now remember, how- be careful because you have events coming up and one of them might include Zinchenko. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, what do you think that secret thing I'm doing um, is? I got to go pick him up from the airport, right? No. <laughs> In the red <laughs> car. Other people up from the airport, not just me? Yeah, yeah. That, that's my, by the way, that's my new uh, official club uh, hey. job. I, I'm the airport picker-upper. Well, um, I've known Mike for 10 years now, and I've never picked him up from the airport. Wow. I, make his ass, I make his ass Uber. I did. That, that is actually true. And that's, and that's why you didn't come on the tour. And <laughs> uh, no, Zinchenko. Zinchenko's a fantastic signing. Obviously, we we everybody gets um, wrapped up in the uh, price because the price point is fantastic. With um, Martinez uh, Martinez coming up to like sixty seven million when you add up all the add ons, and us just barely getting over thirty with Zinchenko. The biggest thing is he's now our fourth international captain in the squad. One of the things that we've been kind of forced to live with not again i'm not trying to slate the player but um granite jaka has been the leader of our team for a very long time every coach has come in and and said that and now we've actually gone out and made a concerted effort to put other leaders other leaders of other international teams in there so now we don't need to necessarily lean on granite jaka even though i still think that it's good that we have another international captain in there i don't have well, I've pl- let me state not talk about Jaka for a minute. Um, Zinchenko, I think also what people don't realize is um, we basically play like a two three five in attack, and in that left um, center mid spot, his passing is going to be just out of control. 
I am so excited to see him in that spot and what we can unlock on the left side because we've been so right-hand dominant for um, for a minute now. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's it's uh, you know for me, I, I you know I think Tierney needs time to recover. And I think that, you know, that's something that he hasn't been gifted when he came from Celtic, he had some injuries and then we've played him quite often. And I don't think the faith in Tavares was there. I still think he could be a good player, but maybe a a lone spell would do him well. Um, So I think, I don't know why. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. And then, you know, we kind of talked about it on, on the Gooners or sorry, Tom's channel, but, it's a little bit of like, hey, we're at a point now where we need to probably outgoings before we get any more incomings, right? So like, you know, we remember we mentioned like Lucas Torreira, Maitland Niles. Like honestly, if I'm Maitland Niles and I'm looking at that right back position, I'm thinking like I could start over Suarez, and and he's gonna be a better option. So why not like? Has the Roma has the Roma thing like? Did that reinforce like you know, hey, I might just need to to just be okay playing right back at times. Like, because he played there more often than he played in midfield, didn't he, when he was at Roma? But I, I, yeah. I, thought, that he, I thought that he actually came out and he said, like, that was me being misquoted. I was always happy to play on the right. I thought yeah, that was- I think I heard that, too, from right from his mouth. Um, I, you know, so put in, you know, Tierney's a busted flush. He's not starting over Zinchenko. I honestly think Zinchenko is, would start in the midfield before he goes to left back. I think that he could unroot, like, a, a Xhaka um type position or Why is Sophie even... always being such a hater she's so negative I, dude so hey I wish we could give Sophie the link because I want to hear her thoughts on seeing Bellerin in all of these videos that he's been popping <laughs> up in I bet that she's thrown two laptops out of a window seeing the Bellerins back at Arsenal you know the I Bellerins saw, I saw Bell I Bellerin has really fancy swim trunks. Oh you would you would just assume that but but they're, I, go, they're gold bedazzled I, Without but, knowing Bellerin personally, like there's no chance he's not wearing at least 200 pounds worth of underwear every day. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was going to say because we do, we need a little spice for the show, <laughs> a little contention, and I disagree with you wholeheartedly. He needs to start in front of Tierney. I think he will start in front of Tierney. Not that I I'm don't. not saying he won't. I'm just saying I think that if you look at the squad the way it is and everyone is healthy, mm-hmm. our gaping hole. Would be taking Jock out and putting Zinchenko in there. Now, I, if I think another midfielder there, if we do sign another midfielder and everyone is healthy, then yes, I agree. You know, we could push him and yeah, he would start. But back to the Maitland Niles thing, like I just think there's certain players we have to get rid of. Pepe's got to be one of them, right? I mean, the wages he's on, the amount that we spent, and they, you know, I know everyone said, hey, we spent 72 million. Well, we didn't. We've only spent what we've paid for the last two years if we sell them then i think we're out of that right mike i mean you're the no, money no, guy. no 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 you're not out of the 72 million you're out of his weight whatever's left on the wages but the 72 right. million still but no but, but didn't but, we, but didn't we pay incentive though what did when we paid for pepe didn't we give like an upfront sum and then yearlies after doesn't, that right doesn't matter you still have to pay the entire fee over time and and it's it's, it's 72 million over over i think four or five years yeah. But if you sell them after three, you're still making the payments on on year four. Right, year you're five. just making it with what you got back for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, but like, uh, I mean, you're you're depreciating the asset, and then you're and then you're selling it off altogether, and yeah. But the uh, but 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 what we spent on him and what mm-hmm. we 
have have the war need to pay going forward on them shouldn't be a relevant portion of the discussion anyway. And if you really want a detailed understanding of how these transfers work, you should really check back at the Gooners podcast, Financial Magic uh, Mike podcast. shows you the money. <laughs> Show me the money, Magic Mike. No, but it, uh, but it, but it's true. It's I don't I don't think we're um, we don't get out of it, and I and I don't like to think of it like that because at the end of the day, the seventy two million is gone, no matter what we say. Right? We, yeah, twenty five million. That means we. Yeah, but know, the one hundred and forty k a week that he's on. If we're that's, not going to be playing him, that yeah. goes away going forward. Yeah. Um, that's six and Jenko's at uh, City because dude was making nothing. You know, I'll put up because Soph put up, you know, Mare, Pepe, Maitland Niles, Leno, and Torreira. I would agree with all of those. I would probably put Maitland Niles on the bottom of that list because I do think he could fit three or four different positions. Bellerin. But again, if we dip into the transfer market and bring in like a Tillemans, and I'd say, okay, let's piece him out. But we also have to be careful with the homegrown. And he definitely fits that that category. And and, and, and don't forget about guys like Reese Nelson. Uh, and don't forget. Oh about yeah, I forgot. And, and even even possibly holding. Think about that. No, holding no. no. Holding will stay over Mari if like like uh, yeah, when it comes to center backs. I do not think Rob Holding is is no. leaving this club. I don't think um, Steve Steve Morrison is coming in yeah. saying that Millwall is better than Arsenal at this point, and I I probably agree better, with you. Being better being murder. better at yeah murdering and racism, you're probably a lot better at that. But uh, yeah. hey, we appreciate you coming in. Smash a like for us, and then uh, you can just jog on. Um, I'm excited for you guys. This will be a fun week going uh, going into like all these events. I'm excited to. Uh, go not live and then have Aston tell me what he's going to be doing in a couple days. Interesting. Can I put, he hasn't even told me, so I'm not sure he's going to tell them. Can I, can I, can I put something out there while we're on the train? Put it out. Put it out. Um, What's interesting is nobody's saying that we might need to get another six. So what's next? (laughs) (laughs) And we're out. What's next on the, on the topic list? So anyway, oh hey, so um, yeah, I don't know. Are you doing any Gunas versus Kansas stuff while you're down there? Yeah, well, all right, good, 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 good topic. Yes. Uh, first of all, Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking. I'm gonna grab something. This is the level of support I get when you know when it comes to Gunas versus Kansas from him. Oh yeah, so we about to see this. Oh, it's an actual yellow jersey. It's not an Arsenal shirt. No, yeah. Why would Lance Armstrong sign an Arsenal shirt? Dude? I thought that I, – I was asking the same question, but I thought that's what you got there. So, uh, wow. We got three of these. Different jerseys, but three of them. Are those legit – like, like what, is the, what, what is the shirt specifically? Like, is it a replica yellow jersey, or is it just a team jersey, or – Well, no, this is what this – is, this is the jersey that he wore in the tour – that's a um, real actual jersey that he wore. No, 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 not the one. The one that he did is down there. This one is just a replica of the one that he wore that I found and that I sent to him and he signed. So it's like the official podium jersey, but not one that he physically wore. Wow. That okay. one's in the box down here. I just didn't. Yeah. I grabbed the first one. There's going to be some unique <clears throat> things. Like the main raffle that Gunas versus Cancer is kind of known for is going to start a little later than normal this year because of the tour and a couple other things that are happening, but it'll, it'll be like probably sometime in mid August going until the end of October. 
And uh, we're just going to have some really unique. There's already some stuff that's going to be on there that we didn't have last year. There's going to be, uh, obviously, like, like you saw, for if, if you're a biking enthusiast, it isn't necessarily Arsenal related, but, uh, you know, a signed yellow jersey from Lance Armstrong, I think, could 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 raise a few quid for uh, for cancer. Um, Tom, well, we got to. We gotta we gotta send that over to Dixon and see if he'd be interested. In Absolutely, that. but uh, yeah, Tom Sable, who I am on the verge of finally meeting, um, either Big tonight or Tom. tomorrow. Tom from uh, Gulf Coast Gooners here uh, in, in Tampa, uh, give this to Gooners versus Cancer twenty dollars super chat. Uh, I appreciate it. Of which YouTube takes about twelve dollars, um, and I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Aston isn't wrong, but I really hope Lakonga is the sixth. Uh, thank you, Tom. I appreciate your your generosity and your and and your continued support of all of the great podcasts that are out there. Stand up uh, guy too, really really cool guy, really good. And they've got the um, Gulf Coast Gunners is an incredible supporters group. Um, they're one of our sisters here in Florida, and absolutely absolutely wonderful uh, group of guys. And you you love to see it. guys and girls love to see it. Yeah. So speaking of Gunners versus Cancer, we got we have we we in Baltimore we did. A Baltimore-specific raffle for a, a legend-signed shirt from either Alan Smith, Lee Dixon, Kevin Campbell, or Perry Groves, and gave away some Ruth Beck art, the incredibly supportive Ruth Beck. Uh, go to uh, buyruthbeckart.com, and it takes you right to her Etsy store. And uh, just and, and sold these the those Gooners versus Cancer beer cups, which are like a larger cup than you would normally get a pint from the bar at. And the, and the bar accepts those cups, so you get the larger pint for the same price. We ended up raising about $2,600, uh, of which we shared uh, 300 and something with the Craig Willinger Fund, which is the Baltimore, the Charm City Gooners' official charity partner. They were nice enough to allow us to raise funds in an area that normally would have just been for that, um, and, and we worked out a partnership agreement. So... Um, Check out the Craig Willinger Fund because it's a really it's a cancer related charity as well that includes uh, you know youth benefits and and uh, you know for kids with cancer and it's just it's an incredible thing. So uh, about twenty three twenty four hundred dollars raised in less than forty eight hours in Baltimore. Nice. Tomorrow tomorrow will be the official and the winner of the t shirt or of the signed shirt. You know you know how it how it works, Andy. We have a randomizer. I spreadsheet everything. I put all the people in with their weighted entries for what they donate, and the randomizer picks the winners. But because I tend to, you know, I know a lot of people who are donating uh, personally. The winner of this one was this guy Phil Debedin, uh, who is a super Phil. He Phil is fantastic. I've known him for a couple of years from my local supporters branch. He's moved down to Florida. He's moved back, um, and he. He, he came to the block party in Baltimore somewhere middle of the afternoon, about two, three hours before we were getting ready to shut down and head over to the stadium. He immediately bought a shirt and he donated a, a significant amount to the raffle and then stood there with, you know, with beers. Uh, and, and just, <laughs> he was like a, a, like a carnival barker, almost like, like bringing people in, selling shirts, selling raffle tickets. So, like I, I didn't even need to do anything because he was so like excited to help. And Wait, who is this? This is a a, a good friend of mine, Phil, uh, Phil Debedin, who. Um, and the point of the story is, later the next day when I finally got everything in the randomizer and 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 had the the had had the randomizer pick the winners, he won the shirt. 
so you know, good karma goes out there, and 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 you end up uh, you end up winning things. Obviously, I have no control over that one way or the other, but it's one of those things that made me smile. We do the exact same thing in Orlando. So we'll be raising money specifically for Orlando people that are here at GoonersVCancer.com. We're going to be selling cups. We're going to be selling – well, we won't be selling shirts here, uh, but we're going to be selling the cups. We're going to be doing the raffle. And at the end of the, the week's events, we're going to draw a winner of a legend signed shirt. Um, and those people who give here are not only entered in that raffle, but also in the major summer raffle later in the summer with all the prizes. So there's just so much going on with Gunas versus Cancer, and we're going to be doing a live podcast on Thursday night. Did I mention that on on uh, on this pod yet? I know I mentioned it on Sofs, but if you're in Orlando, come to Wall Street on Thursday at six o'clock. We are uh, we're going to have a nice panel show with uh, with a lot of great people. So. Do you have any uh, special Arsenal guests that are going to be there? Um, on that panel, the the closest affiliation. To, well, no, I think it'll be it'll be Lee Judges, uh, Kaya Kainak, James McNicholas, uh, Poorly, as as Frimpong like to talk to him. Who who now you've seen what he looks like from that video. Uh, Jacob, aka Poorly, drawn Arsenal will be with us. Aston will be on the uh, on the uh, the panel as well. It's just going to be. Be a nice panel and uh, and and drinks and just interactions with people. It was really really fun to do that in Baltimore, and we'll be doing it again in uh, in in Orlando on Thursday night. Nice. Well, and then there's the games, so it's just it's just party time, man. And then and then the season starts, and we got to buckle down and start you know start seeing how we actually put all of this good momentum and karma into results, because that is ultimately what makes the long run difference. So. Agreed. Agreed. All right, boys. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, anything else to say? Any plugs? Uh, yeah, I would really, really love to shout out my fellow Orlando Gooners once again. If you are in the city of Orlando and you are and you are coming to the games, don't just hang out in the hotels. Come out, have some fun. We have events planned all week for you where you can have where you can meet your fellow Gooners, uh, have a drink. Chat up who you think um, who we should get. Should it be Tielemann? Should it be Paqueta? Who like have the argument live with guys like Mike? By the way, two specific people to shout out: Pamela Yarrington. Yeah, I was gonna and Cam. Okay, yeah, but no, no, go ahead. Now, just Pam, Pam and Cam. It's been the Pam and Cam show mm. uh, with with some unexpected last minute detours mm. that had to be fixed, mm. and 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 those two are doing great work. Uh, shout out to Tiffany as well. Tiffany, uh, huge on Arso, um, um, like I don't. None of this would be possible without her. So you know, I we'll always want to big up those that big us up. That is true. Absolutely. And then, of course, uh, for for no apparent reason, I just like to uh, you know to, to give thanks to uh, to Danny Sweetberg uh, and Lee Judgenstein for uh, you know for their contributions. Just because I happen to be going through the. Uh, the pictures and they, they popped up. So, so here's the, uh, well, th this has been changed a little bit, but this is the, the information for the Orlando trip. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're on tour. TGP is on tour, or at least some people of TGT are, uh, P are on tour. And Andy, when are we going to see you next? Another couple of There's a lot going on over here in the Rhodes household. Oh boy. That sounds ominous. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, then, uh, then we're gonna fly off right now, and uh, and, and oh, hope everybody enjoys.
enjoy the rest of the uh, enjoy the rest of the trip and and please stay tuned for more top and bottom gooners podcast content 